Welcome to Mountain Page Musings, broadcasted from Mountain Page Theater in Saluda, North Carolina. I am your host, Sam Woodbury. And I am your co-host, Ashley Sandall. We are here to talk about everything in the Southern Blue Ridge. And interview all of the coolest people in our area. So settle in for Mountain Musings. Welcome back to episode five of Mountain Page Musings. Um, We are super excited to be announcing a new series. Um, Today kicks off the first episode in Accomplished Women of Saluda. And our very first guest is the mayor of Saluda, Tangi Morgan. She is phenomenal. And um, I just love that we get to go down to the ice cream store. (laughs) And the mayor scoops your ice cream for you. It's it's so fun. Um, and so this series is is just going to be great. It'll probably be between twelve and fifteen episodes or so. Um, Saluda is just riddled with some of the most amazing, strongest, accomplished women I have ever met in my life, and I am proud um, to be here um, and helping to facilitate all of this. So I'm here with Sam and um, Tangi, and Sam's going to take over um, the interview from here on out. Good morning, Tangi. But before we uh, delve into uh, our discussion of the future, uh, I want to sort of touch on what we went through these past two weekends. Do you want to uh, elaborate on the Wizard of Oz and oh, yeah. our wonderful success. Yes, it was amazing. We had four shows total um, of the Wizard of Oz. 90% of our cast is under 12 years old, including Dorothy, um, or under 12 and under, I should say. I think Dorothy is 12. Um, and they just did so unbelievably good it was it was really something special we had the audience saying that it was the most fun they've had in years and and we had cast members as young as two two yeah and she was yeah she was uh adorable watching her dance around throw her arms in the air and just sing along like she she was undaunted yeah uh, not a shy bone in her body and <laughs> and i think a lot of that is as corinne gerwey likes who's the director of the theater she says the younger i get them the better it is because they haven't gotten very self-conscious at their younger ages so they're mm-hmm. much more yeah, much more pliable much more uh, uh accommodating when for her direction or just uh, their participation that is great. Yeah, it was a great success. What an success. asset to the community this is, too. I know. I mean, it's a it's We're a so great, lucky to have it. It really is. Well, and it's as great. frustrated as I was many times being one of the <laughs> Wranglers because we're in the process of, of uh, building uh, an addition to the theater for dressing rooms, which we don't have, but we have a outdoor pavilion that's been completed in the last year, and we're staging the whole show out of the theater, I mean, out of the pavilion, and uh, coming through the back door. And so in the meantime, you've got anywhere from 10 to 20 to 30 kids outside trying to keep them quiet. Which is nearly impossible. It's, nearly, it's like herding cats. It, it really is. <laughs> Thundering herd of turtles. Oh, but after after the two weeks, uh, oh, we had a little cookout for them, and uh, it was a, a big relief. I just woke up mm-hmm. on Monday going, whew, it was great, but I'm glad it's over. 
Yeah. So our next show is not going to be all children. (laughs) Our next show is going to be, or well, our next official show, I should say, is going to be Mary Poppins, which will be a mix of adults and kids. I'm supposed to be Mary Poppins, which I'm so excited about. You're perfect Um, for that. Oh, thank you. You are so perfect for that. Because you sing so well. Oh, thank you. Perfect. (laughs) Well, and having uh, a native of Saluda, uh, and we're talking about our theater. It was previously the community center for the Mountain Page community. And Tangi said that she used to do what here? Oh my goodness, we have had so many little events here. As a kid, we'd come out here after church, after Easter. We Easter egg hunted, we had, um, I can remember my uh, great aunt and great uncle, they had their 50th wedding anniversary party in here. I can remember so many different little um, parties that we had in this building. And, I mean, y'all have done such a great job with remodeling this building. Well, it, shout out to Hilda Pace for so, dona- do- donating. So the, nice. Yeah, so nice. The, donating right. the building that uh, her mother b- had mm-hmm. built for yeah, the I community. Her mother. Her mother was one of the greatest bakers around. Oh, really? <laughs> pound Ooh. cakes, yeah. Ooh. We always, on Kundo Day, we always bought her pound cakes. They were so good. Oh, wow. So good. <laughs> well, uh, continuing that vein, yeah. uh, why don't you let us know something about, uh, well, you know. Well, I'm born and raised in Saluda, as you know. I'm actually ninth generation from one of the founding families. I'm um, a descendant of Burl Pope Pace, which I think they settled here in 1700, late 1700s to 1800s. Um, I'm uh, kin to just about everybody in town, <laughs> you know, it has been in a little town, but... I went to Saluda School, graduated from um, East Henderson High School because at that time they didn't go to, you know, to ninth grade. Then we went on up to Hendersonville to East. And then I went on to, um, I'm a licensed auctioneer. I'm a licensed real estate broker. Um, I do a lot of estate sales for attorneys and stuff. And then we also have our shop downtown. And that actually, um, my great-granddaddy worked in there back in the teens and 20s. And then my daddy did up until he passed away. So we're continuing it on. Well, to know. touch on, uh, on on your dad, uh, I understand that he had numerous buildings uh, bought and sold uh, oh, yeah. on Main Street. Uh, I, know, now I know he was a, a fine cabinet maker because mm-hmm. I've seen some of the, the photos of, uh, he showed me, a nice portfolio. But yeah, uh, He actually had stuff in Southern Living and Southern Accent Magazine. I mean, it was amazing what all he could do. He was so talented. He actually built the first world of clothing in Hendersonville. Some people don't know that even. Oh, I didn't know that. He wow. certainly did. For Dick Williams. He did. He certainly did. He built that, and then he remodeled the um, fire uh, fire uh, side uh, pancake place. Where well, now it's oh, Costas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he remodeled that when it first started to be a restaurant. I didn't know he was, did the building, too. Yeah, he too. was a general contractor for years. Wow. He was licensed in 1971, the same year I got that I was born. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he definitely was. And didn't he own the building where the Purple Onion is? He did. He actually owned the building at one time where um, the Purple Onion is and where Hartwood is. And it actually, at that time, it belonged to his aunt and uncle, and he purchased it from his aunt and uncle. And uh, at that time, the Purple Onion building had been a grocery store. And then the one on the other side had been a, like a paint and hardware store. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and then uh, George McCrary, I don't know if you remember him, but he's the, him and Kathy um, were craftsmen. 
and they actually um, they started where um, the pizza place is out toward the interstate. Yes. They actually built that building, and they was very involved in the community. And they um, that's the reason McCrary Park is named after McCrary. Oh, okay. Because they were so active in the community, and they got over there and did work in that park and all. So, yeah, they were nice folks. So well, why don't we uh, touch on uh, uh, you presently uh, operate a business out of the old M.A. Pace mm -hmm. building, which is probably the oldest general operating general store in the state, if I'm it not it is. It mistaken. Is. And uh, like I said, um, I know at one time, you know, that that probably was, you know, you think about the two stores, you know, with the other store too, Thompson's too. Those are kind of the landmarks of town and the staples of town. When you think about it, it's the anchors of the community. I know at one time there used to be a beauty salon upstairs and MAs. There's still actually equipment up there. Back well, yeah, I've noticed on the, <laughs> on the door there's still a sign Vogue, that says that it'll be. Vogue. And what, what happened was um, when, when she was busy keeping the store, she would bring you downstairs and cut your hair. <laughs> while she kept the store so That's funny. and i remember as a kid you know the pot-bellied stove is kind of you know the that was the heating system at one time and it was never a wood stove it was always a coal burning Ooh. stove and as a kid i remember you know trains coming through and it would rattle you know rattle the windows and all and actually if you go upstairs and you you walk back downstairs you're gonna have soot on you from being upstairs because it's still in that building and we'll clean the shelves off and you'll still have like I mean, we clean those shelves all the time, and you'll still get that sediment from, from yeah, that. My so. first house that I purchased uh, back in 1983 had remnants of clinkers and mm -hmm. coal dust uh, because I bought it for an elderly lady. You know, the, the heating system had been changed, but still, it was a nasty job trying to clean that oh, out. Oh, definitely. That was And awful. it was amazing how many people, how many famous people have come through that building over, throughout the years. Like Pat Hingle. Yeah. Most people don't remember him, but he was Doc on Gunsmoke, Commissioner Gordon on Batman. And he actually grew up in Salute, and he was, his granddaddy was an engineer on the train, and that's the reason Patterson Street is named Patterson yeah, Street. Yeah, I used to live on Patterson Street yeah. beside See, the Yeah, that's the reason I said that, because I remembered you living there <laughs> on that street. Yeah, but he uh, he used to come in the store, and he actually grew up in Saluda. So kind of ties all back into the theater, because you you realize how many people from Saluda are so talented that have went on to do things. Well, know? I think, uh, I'm not sure of his name, but Corinne told me there was a gentleman that was on a long-running soap opera that oh, has family ties Bill Hayes. See? And he comes in the store um, about every other summer. He's He's been ill recently, so he's probably, I'm not sure that he'll get back to Saluda, but they always have their family reunion. And I think that's when they have uh, their Corinne family met him. reunion. Yeah, they uh, come in. Every, actually, uh, some of his nephews was in this past weekend of the store. Oh, okay. and my daddy actually used to cut his mama's grass. That's how long it's been. I mean, we've known them forever. Actually, a couple of summers ago, it was his ninetieth birthday, I believe, and they did. They had forgot to get ice cream for their party. They own. They used to own Twin Lakes, so yes. they gave it to the land trust. And they'd forgot the ice cream, so I had to go back in the back and dig out buckets of ice cream to figure out what what we had extra, so they could take it to the party. Oh my! Yeah. Well, you mentioned Twin Lakes. I didn't mm -hmm. know if you knew this, but Hilda spent a summer driving 
some relative of uh, maybe it was his mother or somebody, but driving the kids around uh, as uh, to ferry them between town and and Twin Lakes and their and their summer property. So again, that's funny how a lot of stuff comes full circle. It does. So uh, since you've been on Main Street all of your life, uh, can you uh, reflect on some of the changes? Uh, you know, of course, you know, even I remember coming through Saluda going to Spartanburg from Asheville because there was no interstates. Right. And so uh, at one time, I think they had five gas stations. They in, did. In and town. actually where we have some more time, that actually as a kid, I remember gas pumps being out in front of there. And that was actually a Western Auto building. And I remember Nolan and Robert having the Western Auto in the, you know, in that building. And at one time, Daddy always said that in the next building over in between MAs and somewhere in time, that that was the first car dealership, and it was a Nash car dealership. Oh, where my sister has her gallery now? And where Woodbury Gallery's at, yes. Uh, yeah, fun. can you imagine no. having a little car dealership right there? Yeah, if you look at the front of that building, and your your sister will know, but you can open that that whole front of that building yes. actually still opens, and that used so to be the a cars. Car. You just drive the cars and right out. As a mm -hmm. and as a oh. kid, I remember the Western Auto store being there and the gas pumps being outside, and then um, they actually had a doorway into the next building where Woodbury Gallery is. And they actually used to change tires in there. It was actually a garage at one time after that. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, can you imagine that? And they always say, they always, I've always heard the story of Perry Como would come into town and he would sometimes go down there and, you know, when people would fill up their, you know, you had like um, where you had full service where you would actually go out and pump their gas for that Perry Como had been known to pump people's gas and they never knew who he was. Uh. Just like, you know, um, <laughs> the Hayes, you know, they come in sometimes and they'll be sitting there eating an ice cream with me and I never tell anybody who they are because I figure, you know, they want to come to town and they want to have respect and they want to enjoy their time here. So I never tell anybody till after they leave and I don't post any pictures of them till after they leave, you know, that they've been there. So. Well, but people will walk right past them and never know they're on TV. <laughs> they've been next to a movie star. So Yeah. Yeah. So uh, going through sort of a boom and bust cycle because mm -hmm. when the interstate went through, uh, it bypassed a lot of, of the businesses, and so there was sort of somewhat of a dry period it in did. Saluda. In 1981, there was 17 vacant buildings in town. What? And you don't even think about you don't even think about that being like that. But I remember as a kid, I remember as a kid the depot being moved. Oh yeah. From where it you know from where it sits now from you know down the railroad tracks and people you know i have people come in the store all the time and they'll say oh yeah that's where the depots always sat and i'm like no as <laughs> and no. i remember because that was a major major undertaking to get that building up through there up to where it exists now i can't even imagine did they come underneath the railroad tracks no it came up that side road oh i gotcha yeah it came up the side road but I remember as a kid that, you know, that was that was the thing. That was the highlight of that, that year is seeing that move. Now, uh, we were talking about the store. Uh, what what uh, what can you get at your store? Oh, my goodness. You can get anything from glass bottle drinks to penny candy to nails by the pound, fresh produce. We try to keep fresh produce, local, locally sourced stuff. We keep jams and jellies. Um, 
bedding plants, hanging baskets right now. Um, we try to keep a little bit of everything, you know, your necessities. I mean, it's changed, you know, you was talking about Main Street changing. It has changed since, you know, we've got Dollar General now. And we try to, we've tried to modify the things that they don't typically carry because you can't gotcha. really compete with a commercial store yeah you just have to mo get flow with the times you well know? and also we have online shopping which has oh, exactly. uh, impacted everybody exactly yeah i just got a new uh uh table high top table for my <laughs> deck and uh, yeah corinne couldn't believe that uh, i was able to find this online Isn't that amazing? For, for like 150 bucks delivered free and also what i like about the store is i can get uh hardware supplies which you know i'll be in the middle of a project at the house and i live two blocks and i can run down there and and get what i need the only time that i, I get a little miffed with you is when uh, i try to buy ice for the theater and you won't let me pay because uh, i think uh you know you uh, being a, a patron of the arts you know, which you you know are in supporting the children's theater and we really appreciate that well, thank you well, that's if. And I, speaking of that, when are we going to get your great niece down here, Ivy? I need to get her because she would be so good at this. I need to get her set up next year for this. Okay. Because she would love it. She came out for one of your parties, and she absolutely loved well, it. Well, and she already probably knows a lot of the kids that are that, that, she that, does, that get off the bus every Thursday in our after school. Yeah, we program. need to we need to get her in here. We need to get her in here because this is a great asset to the community. Well, and to uh, go back to the you know, focus of our series of Accomplished Women, uh, we want to celebrate uh, your mayoral uh, candidacy and success. And you are the first female, I understand, of, I am. Uh, mayor of Saluda. Yeah, I actually made history. Nice. I made history. It took them 100 years, I guess, but we made history. Well, it's more like 140 years. Yeah, I know. A long time. And we haven't had a, a local person in office in quite a while yeah uh, I think we were talking before we went on air that it was maybe in the late 70s early 80s yeah. that uh, you said cater I believe it was cater would have cater been Leland I might be wrong but I think it was cater yeah I remember his dad and actually I remember cater because I went to school with his son and I always kind of you know you think about when you're a kid you look up to the people that run your town Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was like, I was like, I know the mayor. I go to school with his son. And then Nolan, you know, was a cousin of ours. He was the mayor. And I was like, and then my dad, you know, he was on city council for, what, 16 years. And oh, then yeah. he had been the mayor. He didn't really like being mayor, though, because he liked having a vote. Oh, <laughs> and that's he didn't true. really like conducting the meetings and all. But, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, so it's, uh, watching. Uh, uh, your dad uh, participate in the city commissioner process. Uh, what drove, what inspired you to uh, throw your hat in the ring? You know, I love the citizens of my town, and I love my town, and I think it, it, you should always do a service. And if I can do a service to help my town and help my citizens out, I think I feel the need to do it. And um, I want, you know, Nora's sitting here quietly with us, and she's, I think, four years old, I believe. Yep. And I want, I want it to be the town that when I leave office that Nora can look it up it and say, you know what, I can do that job too. They can say, you know what, she made a difference. 
She helped her citizens and she helped the town out, and she can make a difference. If you go with your heart and make the decisions upon what you feel is right for the community, I don't think you'll ever go wrong with it. Well, I, I was just curious uh, what brought you into uh, uh, you know saying I think I want to do this, or did, did somebody encourage you, or you just well, no, I had well, see what had happened is I had. You know, Daddy was on there for so many years, and then he got off. And I had a group of citizens come to me, and they said, you know, you're local, you know the town, you love the town, we know you'll do a good job, you need to do it. So I kind of stepped back, and I waited, because my dad had, you know, as everybody knows, he had been sick for a long time, and he kept a lot of things hid. And, you know, I was helping him through some of his hard times because he wasn't doing well, and he'd come to the store. You know how hard-willed Daddy is, and he, he, he really, um, I think he loved the town so much and loved the citizens so much that he wouldn't. He wanted to be there for me every day, as you know. He was oh, there I remember day. you uh, being aggravated. So I waited. With, I, I know he wouldn't. He wouldn't go home and rest. And, you know. Well, I remember you were mm-hmm. bringing him back from a, a hospital visit <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in, from the VA, oh, yeah. and uh, he, he said, I, I, him off I need to go by the store. <laughs> and you said you could stay one hour, and he stayed the rest of the day. So. <laughs> well, that's just him. He he wouldn't. Do you have any of those stubborn streaks? No, never. <laughs> never. Okay, I didn't think so. Never, 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 never. Well, uh, what as the mayor, I said, what do you think are part of the, uh, or what are the future challenges of Saluda? I think what our biggest problem has always been is we have um, a lot of, um, you know. We, our housing, you know, we don't have enough um, affordable housing, of course, because you have people, you know, that work, you know, like they wait tables, they, you know, they um, work, all, you know. In the service industry. In the service industry. And it's hard for them to have affordable housing in, in our area. And I'm hoping maybe one of these days, you know, we can we can have some affordable houses in town for them and then also i think that what our biggest problem you know has always been the water and sewer system you know it's always been a mess well and, and we're I, trying to obtain some grants and we're getting some grants oh well, that's good which is oh, good yay. we're getting some grants and see we've always been held back from getting some grants because our um, housing median is too high yes unfortunately so that's kind of kicked us in the teeth so well and also we don't just don't have enough customers that's what i understand we only have like 600 customers exactly and it's hard uh, to uh to uh, get any revenue Mm -hmm. from uh, that few customers exactly and also it doesn't help that the general assembly uh uh, has put a moratorium on involuntary annexation in this state and uh, Mm -hmm. that's as political as i'm going to (laughs) get but i mean but so consequently we unless we have infill Right. Which you have, of course, people. Oh, this is killing the town. This is, uh, uh, this is not the Saluda. Well, folks, changes happen, and they always gonna change. Cha- it's going to change. Yeah. It's going to change. And luckily, we're having more and more young families mm-hmm. move in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good thing. You know, and then we've got Rails for Trails coming, and you know, some people are 
for and some people are against, but you know, I would love to see. I would love to. I would love to see a train come back through town, but I just don't think that's feasible. Well, I understand that and, the uh, that the grade is probably too steep mm-hmm. for it to be insured. Exactly. That's and that exactly. And, and that's the that's. But one I of the think big... I think the town has got ahead of it, and we've got a master plan that kind of gives it a visual of what we would like it to to see. Oh, and I hear uh, one of the the benefits is. Uh, uh, we're going to gain about 90 parking spaces. We are. We and are. <laughs> that is in a town that is, awesome. is, has a dearth of parking. Uh, oh, this is going to be uh, this is going to be nice. And it'll be beautiful. When the park is done, I mean, Nora will love it. Ivy will love it. I mean, you'll be amazed at what will be over there. Though, I mean, our, our plans, you know, our tentative plans, if we get the funding, I mean, we'll have an amphitheater. We'll have... Um, a ton of stuff for the kids, really stuff for everybody though. It's but, gonna be all encompassing. Um, we like to hear that about the kids because that's the reason we mm-hmm. have the, the, the children's exactly. theater. Exactly. Exactly. What's we, the uh, timeline for all that at this point? Well, the Rails for Trails, they they have a. Um, I went to the meeting and they they have a purchase agreement that won't go into effect till um, 2025. Oh. But they're saying the timeline's going to be five to seven years. Oh, but wow. I then we're hearing rumors that maybe before that. So we'll oh, see. Oh, jeez. But it, you know, it'll be, I mean, I think, I think, like, you know, Sam was saying, you know, you know, some people don't like change, but change is going to come whether we want it or not. But you yeah. got to control it and get ahead of it and, you know. And that's help what, it out a little. And that's what we've done some uh, mm-hmm. you know, zoning and of different exactly. areas to where we have some concentration of uh, wanting to protect uh, the character of the town. Mm-hmm. But we've got a couple of, uh, of places of, of roads that we've uh, designated as a commercial corridor exactly. that will help with the tax base of only 700 people exactly. and, uh, and help alleviate some of the changes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's somebody, somebody was complaining about, uh, oh, now you can have a drive-through uh, restaurant on Ozone Drive, which is that commercial corridor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, folks, if you don't have any commercial development, uh, all the uh, tax burden falls on the landowners, the of, the, of the citizens. Mm-hmm. And consequently, you would only have people that could afford to live here because taxes being borne by just the citizens would be exorbitant and you would lose a lot of your diversity in terms of uh, young, old, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Well, I think, I think Saluda is, you know, one of the best communities around because we do have diversity. I mean, we've got young families moving in, like you said. We've got older people. I mean, we have a good mix of people and they all come together and, you know, just like the community table on Wednesday nights, you go up there, you see everybody up there and any event you know like the friday night concerts you you go there you see a diverse group of people and that's what we're about well and i think that's what uh you know keeps the the town alive in the in the, in the spirit mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, exactly. that, that that attracts you when you first come here and meet exactly. the folks i mean you walk you walk downtown you know going back to downtown i mean you go into a lot of towns and it's dried up or you see empty buildings and in Saluda you don't have that because 
we've got a good mix of businesses. I mean, we've got nice art galleries for like Woodbury Gallery. We've got, you know. Jim Carson has Jim his. Jim Carson has a beautiful. I mean, we've got nice restaurants. We have, I mean, we have something for everybody. And that's a good thing. So, uh are you campaigning for your next election with see. all of this? Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> we'll see. Well, you have two we'll more see. years, right? I, well, yeah, technically two more years. Maybe three. We'll see what the assembly does with some of the other bills they're getting ready to maybe pass or maybe not pass. We'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. So i got two years, so we'll see. We'll see, but hopefully I can get things done. And, you know, I think, you know, if we work hard, we can get see some things done without the burden of the taxpayers so that's what we want we want to try to apply for some more grants it's not you know gonna hurt the town so what's the timeline for the mccreary park project or is that oh, going to follow the rail trail, the rails trail. Oh. well we're trying to do a 501c3 so private donations can be put into that so oh, nice. to maybe get started a little earlier so yeah. It'll nice. be nice. It'll be really nice. Yeah. It'll be nice. All right. Well, it is time for our weekly Yak Attack. All right, everybody. We are here with Karina. She is one of our Yak members, and she was just a munchkin in the Wizard of Oz a few weeks ago when we did that. I mean, the mayor. Oh, yeah, the Munchkin Mayor. That's what she was. And Karina, how long have you been a part of Yak? Well, I well, I did I did two plays so far. That's it. The Sound of Music and and the Wizard of Oz. And she was one of the Von Trapp kids in The Sound of Music. Well, technically partially Sadie was the other one. <laughs> well, you guys did both did a great job. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite thing about Yak? Um, that everyone can come together and Make an awesome play that everyone contributes to. The parents, ed, just everyone loves the whole thing. Yeah. And I just really like that everyone can come together and, you know, I already said that. <laughs> well, those are really important things and those are very fun things. How do you feel when you're on stage? Uh, well, kind of nervous because it's like a couple times I've been in, on stage, but not really... Well, I can't explain it that good, but I'm just, like, nervous, excited, mixed between those two. Do you ever get any sort of stage fright? Mm, kind of. I used to have stage fright, actually. Did you? What was the funniest thing that's ever happened to you on stage? Um, literally the finale, when the Wizard of Oz, my brother pulled a bunny out of his hat, and that was really funny. <laughs> he did do that. I couldn't believe that. Her brother snuck past me. No, you snuck past yeah. me with a live animal in your arms. And I was like, is that, is that, is that an animal? And she snuck through and handed the bunny over to her brother. And I don't know how you guys pulled that off, but it really was hilarious. My mom me. All right. Well, that was Karina. And this was our weekly yak attack. So we've come to the end of our show. Uh, it's been nice talking to Tangie Morgan. And uh, uh, thanks for your time. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you and Ashley both. I appreciate the opportunity. And um, it's a great thing you're doing out here. And it's a great thing that you're doing with your podcast. I yay. wish you the best. Yes, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Again, this is the initial uh, episode, an interview of our 
Accomplished Women of Saluda, and we'll have more in the future. It's going to be a good series, folks. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your weekend, and we will talk to you next time. When the birds outside start singing, then you'll know.